otra vez. Suena el bombo, ando tumbado, que el ritmo lo pongo yo. Pops and Rings, and Rings, and It's uh, the the pops, pops and the Rika show. show, and uh, you know it's been a day or two since we've done this, but I yeah. think I'm still uh, yeah. the Rican. Psych, psych. I can't oh, tell. Yeah, because because everybody everybody takes one look at the old man and goes, oh, he looks he Puerto Rican. One. He's uh, you know so anyway, yeah, I'm. Uh, I am Pops, and, and you are the Rican, uh, and that makes this the uh, the Pops and the Rican show. Rican, so love it. And uh, hey, we're, uh, we're today we're joined by a very special guest. He uh, rolled into uh, Greenwood to come to Gutty's Comedy Club. Yes. Uh, if you haven't been to Gutty's, where the heck have you where been? Are you? Where, where are you? Every weekend. We're here. You need to be here. Roll through. Uh, and if you would have been here last night, holy cow! Yeah. You would have had a great show. It was a fantastic show. But we're sitting here with. The one, the only, Lee Hart of Nashville fame. Yes. Or Murfreesboro fame. <laughs> so much fame. So much. Good. Lee Hart. Yeah. When you uh, when you go to like the, the Country Music Hall of Fame and you say, uh, hey, I want to meet somebody famous, they always say, have you met Lee? And, yeah, and, no, Lee. Yeah. Because yeah. if no you're last, through, you got no. Yeah, they just say, yeah, just, just, just Lee, no last name. Just Lee. Just Lee. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, no Lee. Just, you, just, you know <laughs> yes. a Lee. There's probably a famous... Famous Lee somewhere. I don't know. Pick him. Find one. It's up. But, uh, the most famous of all, yes. Lee Harden, is Lee with us right. today. Yeah, so, so uh, Lee, welcome to the Pops and the Rican Show. Thank you. And, uh, Thank you. And uh, thanks for coming and being part of Gunnies. Yes. And, uh, yeah, this is fun. This is a, one of the coolest stages I've ever ever played on. I'm, awesome. I love the I love the backdrop. I love the the crowd that was here last night. This was. Yeah, they were fun. That was fun. This is really yeah, cool. Was really I love fun. love what you guys are, are doing here. So yeah. last night was the uh, the second show he's done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so on stage. That's why he's, that's why he's <laughs> liking this stage better than the last at, one. At this, yeah, his first his first I show mean, was at a truck stop in yeah. Kentucky. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really easy. To, yeah. here, you know, <laughs> it's easy to get on headlining. Yeah, at this yeah. place. So, <laughs> uh, well, that hurt. It's easier than getting on dry bar, which yeah, it's that's good. So, uh, we we've had a couple of guys that have rolled through that have done some uh, done a set on bri dry on Brydar. Uh, yeah, Brydar. Brydar. Brydar is harder to get into. I've been drinking so. coffee. That's all yeah. I'm drinking, people. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so how did that process go? How did you? I mean, did you approach them? Did they approach you? How did that whole thing happen for you to get that uh, connection for you to get on? Yeah, I definitely approached them. Um, I just. Early on, I just learned that I need to reach out to any and everybody. So I just, early on, I learned just to email any and everybody for any kind of stage time. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I emailed every church in the yeah. United States. Yeah. I just Google listed. You know, you just learn yeah. how to email just everybody, um, clubs and whatnot. You find emails. Um, Dry Bar was like that. I just 
tracked it down. I contacted someone from there. They said, no, you need to contact this guy. And they gave me the right email. Um, the, when I gave them the right email, sent them a clip. Keith was like, hey, that's all right. That's great. Do you have, do you have any more video? Send them more video. And I didn't hear back. And then Drybar was on a tour and they were coming through Zany's one night. And it was, uh, they were waiting for their, because they were doing the late show on a Friday night. I was there hosting for that night, um, for the early show. Yeah, so. And they were, uh, they just ended up walking in the green room, we're hanging out, and I introduced myself to one of the guys that's with them, and it happened to be Keith. I'm like, hey, I'm Lee, and he's like, oh yeah, Lee Harden, I remember, I remember your video. Um, no. Yeah, uh, do you have time to talk? I was like, sure. And he went right into it, he told me, you know, yeah, we fly you up, we pay you, just you pick a date. And it, like, it was... Just like I, that, I, see? I, I, hate, I hate to say it was easy, it was just, it was just good timing, he just was like... Right. Yeah, I remember you, and so face to face definitely helped. Yeah. And so he's like, "Yep, pick a date. Uh, here's the right. Here's the email that I respond to mostly. Send it to that." Okay. And he was just such a cool guy to talk to. Beside after that, like he's I don't know. So do they do tours like that on a fairly regular? I mean, if they talk to you about going on a tour like that uh, with them, I mentioned I was interested. I don't know when the next uh, tour is going to be or anything. Yeah. Um, it seems like they do one like once or twice a year, and they've got. Their core guys they've done their uh, tour with. It was kind of kind of their uh, Utah comics. It's yeah. just, um they're all really funny guys. Uh, Jay Whitaker, Steve Soyberg, uh, or Solberg, yeah. um, Alex Saluto, yeah. um, and they were, I think Shane Smith, the, the face tattoo guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're all really really awesome. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, but, yeah. but they were just at, at Helium. Yep. Yeah. So they, I, they were down here. Yeah, it was recently. weird. I, I never met any of them, but suddenly they all walked in the green room, and it was kind of surreal. I'm like, oh, I know all their faces. Yeah. Like I know, but they all just were so nice. They came up. They're like, oh, really? Oh, they, yeah. They were. That's cool. They were here. Did you go up yet? Yeah. They were so nice. Like, uh, yeah. I, I stay think, in touch with those guys. I think it's so interesting that you. Because what we do here with Pops and Rick is we, we don't just reach out to other comics. We actually that aren't working. We're you know it's it's from beginners to you know working. So we want to give them. We want to educate them and all that stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. and like the way that you your hustle mm -hmm. and you put, putting yourself in that position yeah. for success is what we try to preach to them as well. It's like you got to work hard to put yourself in that place. Because yeah. I mean you hosted at. Zanies and you were able to meet them. So yeah. it's like if you didn't, if you were just sitting back and like, oh, they're gonna be at Zanies, oh well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. you positioned yourself, and you also were hustling to send out emails, even if you didn't get respond back. Yeah. You were just hustling. Yeah. Say, say it all so the time. The, the overnight, an overnight sensation never yeah. happens overnight. Yeah, that's true. You know, it takes yeah. a lot of time and effort. Right. Yeah, it's right. it's it's you know talent. Obviously, you want to have, you need to have talent. Yeah. And build that, but. The work ethic's gonna get you in places. Yeah. Um, the desire to be there, uh, yeah. You see, and that's just not just comedy. That's any any Anything, any right? creative field whatsoever. Yeah. If you're just like, you can have the talent, but if if you're not doing the other side of it, if you're not letting people see who you are, if you're not willing to go, I don't know, eight hours for a, for some stage time, and right. No pay, and then drive right back, like. Small things like that. If you're not willing to like, put in you put do in some work. of that. Yeah. Non-fun stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So. so Zanies is that your home club then? You could call it that. Okay. Um, yeah. It's um, yeah. It's the you know it's a, it's a list club. It's right down the road. Um, I've been able to get some you know really cool opportunities to work with guys like Henry Henry Cho. Um, yeah. yeah. Henry Cho was actually the first guy to ever fight for me to get work at a club it was really cool. cool i uh, just and that came from email and i i emailed him some clips and he i didn't think i didn't know how much he responds to emails but he responded he's like hey that's really good 
Um, I've got this show in Alabama. Um, I'm gonna see if I can get you on it. Can you work, are you squeaky clean, 100%? I'm like, yeah. And so he just fought for me to get on stage. I think um, that's a good a good way to segment to, into the whole clean versus, you know, what we, what we try to uh, advocate here. Yeah. And ever since we came into the scene, as far as Gutties and as far as Pops and Arican, and we're in the comedy scene here in Indiana, we're always preaching, if you do clean, yeah. you know, you get more green. Meaning that, you know, if you can take your set and start building some clean sets, yeah. you'll have better opportunity or bigger or more, mm -hmm. you know, because there's variety of, of out there. And we're like trying to take some comics that have been in the game for, you know, as far as local comics yeah. and try and give them, hey guys, we're not saying stop doing what you're doing. We're yeah. just giving you the option or the opportunity to work on clean as well. Yeah. And that way you can, you know, work, um, you know, in other spots too as well, because yep. there's a lot of demand, which is so interesting in how the dynamic of comedy has been changing ever since the whole dry bar thing has launched. Yeah. Um, because I, back in 2003, um, you know, Gutties was like, kind of, it was established in that everywhere. I wanted to create a, a place where we could do clean comedy mm -hmm. and it'd be a, a comedy club, yeah. not just like an event, you know? Um, but to have it where it's consistent. But at the time, you know, uh, I wouldn't say Christian comedy, but it's like clean comedy in essence yeah. was kind of leaning on the Christian side. Um, wasn't as, you know, as big. Yeah. You had some big names. You had the Tim Hopkins, you had the, you know, uh, even before that, the, what's the Gaither guy? What was his name? I forgot his name. You know, oh, yeah. about, he's always doing those, you know, those. Uh, Mark Lowry. Mark, Mark Lowry, yeah. So, yeah. you know, those were the names that, that at least that, that, Gaither, that guy. Gaither guy. But I'm saying those were the sure names. pretty sure Mark would like his name. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to disrespect so, Mark. Mark, after is, all those years, <laughs> the Gaither guy. Right, right, right. You he's know, putting yeah, work. Yeah, he's sure, putting sure, work. I'm sure you're Mark. But you, right, exactly. <laughs> My point is, you know, we, like, as far he as... He down all the time. Right. right. He can't, I can't, exactly. he, he can't hear us over the, under the pile of cash. He can't, you know. Right, right, exactly. So, so, I mean, like, I mean, but, like, you had, you had Sinbad. You have, you have mm -hmm. um, Gaffigan. You know, you yeah, have Gaffigan. those that really have been in the game for a long time doing yeah. it clean. But it wasn't, like, the popular type of thing. Yeah, even Gaffigan, I mean, I've heard him in interviews. He, he had inappropriate jokes with his act mm -hmm. but he just was like it didn't me talking about this content didn't fit in with hot pockets like he was like wow it wasn't it like yeah yeah it just wasn't a blend like yeah. i couldn't blend the two so he just kind of focused more on what fit right that persona that style now um, did you did you start off where you were blue and then you went into clean or were you no, just, were just, just just clean just clean it's just how who i am yeah. i mean it's not that I'm like against whatever, like blue, clean comedy, whatever. Right. Funny exactly. is funny. Um, Thank you. Exactly. Dave Chappelle has some of my favorite comedy specials yeah. ever. Yeah. And he's funny. Yeah. It, same with, you know, your other guys who use more language, like Ron White or guys like that. They're they're just funny. Right. Um, but guys who really got me into wanting to do stand-up were guys like Gaffigan, Sinbad, yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah. I just, and that's kind of how I, you know, talk off stage for the most part. So I, I'd have to come up with a whole new... I don't know. Persona. Persona. Yeah. Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, I, I just, exactly. It's already hard enough writing jokes, so let exactly. alone coming up with the new yeah. style. That's interesting. Um, yeah, it's just, what I, it's just what I liked the most, you know, guys that worked that way. But, uh, yeah, so I just started out that way. And that's um, Rick Roberts. Yeah. He, uh, you know, he teaches a comedy class out of Zanies, and that's what I took before I ever got on stage. Took okay. his, uh, his comedy joke writing class. 
And, you know, he just was big on Queen as well. So do you still have to pay Rick royalties then every time you go out and do a show? <laughs> I do, on purpose. Like, uh, voluntarily. Because Rick Roberts, he's a businessman. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I, I'm happy to. That guy, I I have probably, gosh, I feel, if Rick, if you ever watch this, I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I bugged him. So I still bug him throughout the years. Even when I first took the class, I was like, you're only supposed to email at a certain amount of time with your homework. I email all the time, every day. What about this idea? What about this idea? I just wouldn't leave him alone. Yeah. I it was the only it was the only homework with the, the joke writing class. It's the only homework I was obsessed with, and so well, ever in my passion. life. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so I just bugged him all the time, like about any and everything. I've gotten better, but I yeah I I I don't know. I, I never I don't leave him alone like I should. No, <laughs> I you should. I, I mean, just, that's the thing is. I just I'm loyal. He's, he's my, loyal. my yeah. He's one of my comedy yeah, mentors. Exactly. I, I I appreciate the mess out of that. And just, yeah. and just in case Rick actually watches this, you know, Rick is a very gracious businessman, <laughs> and he's such a good friend that he's going to roll through gutties sometime <laughs> soon. Shameless. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you just gonna pick a date, put them on the fly? Put them on. Just, I, okay. Wait, you, by bro. the way, by the way, Rick, you're scheduled for uh, March fifteenth. No, I'm just kidding. Get your books ready. But uh, so, uh, which he has a dry bar out as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Put down that sweet tea. It's really good. Yeah, um, he's he's such a good. I don't know. He's such a good dude. Yeah. He's, he's universally loved, even by like in that world, like in Nashville. There's comics that don't. They aren't working clean, Christian or whatever. Yeah. They all like they all have an admiration or uh, reverence for for Rick. You know, that's cool. He's no, notably there. clean. Yeah. Notably, a, he was at he was a president Christian Comedy Association. But these guys who aren't in that world at all, they all know, revere, respect that guy for his craft. That's that's, cool. that's pretty cool. So well, and it's it shows that when you do something with intention and you are seeking to hone that craft in such a way that you're bringing your best every time you're on stage. Yeah. Your colleagues will appreciate the work that you do. And that's where Rick, you know, Rick didn't start as, as a Christian comic. Mm -hmm. He didn't start uh, to go, hey, I want to become the president of the Christian Comedy Association. Because when Rick started, I don't know if the Christian Comedy Association existed had been uh -huh. formed. It, it might have, I don't remember yeah. uh, when CCA started and all that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Rick was out there putting in the work. Okay. And he's still out there putting in the work. Yeah. You know, he's been doing that for so long, yeah. but he's not letting off the gas. No. That's cool. And that is what speaks volumes to people across the board yeah. that it's he's not he's not out there saying I'm gonna be the best Christian comedian. No, he's like I'm gonna be one of the best comedians. Yeah. Yeah. And that's his focus. Yeah. Now if he can tell people about his relationship with God uh, as part of being a great comic, mm -hmm. then he's happy to do that. But he's really focused in on making sure that he's bringing excellence to the table, right. and that's one of the things that I appreciate about Rick and the way that he works. And it's one of those things that I try to encourage comics to, to focus in on is uh, don't don't look at how do I compare to others. Mm -hmm. How am I becoming the best that I can be when I'm on stage? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah that's um, and I, I'm totally you know. Easing my way into this little segue here, but about comparing, um, but that's I, when I do this. Like 
the rules. I just write down all these little rules for myself. The last few years, I've just written down things I've learned for myself. I might expand upon them later, but that's a big one about comparing yourself. Like the lesson I wrote down for myself. Like there's always someone better than you and anything. There's gonna, there's always gonna be someone more talented, and then someone else more talented comes along. That's that's just always gonna be there. I think it's just a matter of like worrying about yourself and how you. You know, do your thing. How you're genuine to your craft. How you're genuine to the work you put in. So don't you can't you can't focus so much on how so much how someone's more how someone's better than you. It's more about worrying about yourself and bettering yourself. You can't get caught up in I don't know yeah. someone getting opportunities that you're not getting. You can't I don't know, you can't let that get you can't that because that that can take up your headspace. Yeah, and it, and right. It, it definitely. It has for me, for sure. I've seen guys like, oh, I would, like they're getting to work with all the comics I want to work with. Mm -hmm. But you gotta grow up from that. You gotta, you gotta be excited for them. Because um, how, how bad is you have now is that you gotta keep as you go on. You gotta be able yeah. to handle yourself in those situations to keep that attitude for when you know bigger things happen. So, That's good. I don't know, but yeah, you just can't, you can't, you can't let that take up your head space. Right. Like, right. yeah. So you, you you've. Evidently, you've got a big list of things that you've. you've so uh, I do, yeah. What, I mean, what share share some more of this wisdom that you've uh, yeah, gleaned from uh, from her. Wisdom yeah, is good. It's this good. segment of the Pops yes. and the Rican show is I like it. a new segment we call Wisdom, wisdom. from the Road, <laughs> brought to you by Lee Harden. Yes. Oh gosh, precious. <laughs> Who knows, man? Am I? Yeah, it's all good. You put that on a book, book bro. I could. For real. This might be like controversial. I don't know. Just. Cool. Because I'm the only one who I feel like I'm the only one who believes this as a comic so far. Never say I killed. I don't. I don't like saying I killed. I don't like when I. I'm so sorry if my other comic That's friends. Good, man. I don't like it when they say I killed. I've heard bigger names that I've worked with. Like yeah. they'll say, "Oh, I killed that room." I just something has always bugged me about that. What is it about it that that? It's a little, a little cocky. I get you got okay. you got to be confident in the, what you do, and I get it. Um, I just I just prefer to be have the attitude of I had a lot of fun on okay. stage. I think right after I did Dry Bar, I texted uh, Marty Simpson afterwards. He's like, "Man, that was really fun." And he's like, "Oh, did you kill?" And I'm like, "Well, I never say I killed, but I always say I had fun." And I'll tell you right now, that was the most fun I ever had okay. was doing that. Okay. But um, that's see that's just, interesting because with comics, it's almost like if you if you're in the game yeah. um, to murder you yeah. know the room. Um, Which you want to do that. To, like, right, you want to yeah. get to a place where, yeah, it's, you it's cooking, it's, it's, it's yeah. hitting, right. Is the goal to kill? I would love to kill a room, but I, I would rather have the other comics, you know when you've killed, yeah. when the audience decides that. Let the audience decide that. Let other peers decide that. Exactly. Because you've, you've seen guys go, I killed, and when you're like, you didn't. Like two people after that one joke you had, you didn't, you didn't, didn't kill. kill, right? Yeah, and that, that comes with awareness, which is the other thing. Like to get in this, you gotta have some some awareness of, like even last night there's like jokes and going, all right, I can tell they're in, they're in, but that backside's not. Didn't really go with it. Yeah. Sometimes, so you you gotta have awareness of the level of laughs. But yeah, back to the whole kill thing. I'm just, well, that's good. I would rather let the people I think, decide and that. that fits, so. That fits with my my foundation. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's one of the things that I teach, it's one of the first things that I teach at Comedy College mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is that your job as a comedian is to be funny first mm -hmm. and your second job is to deliver the opportunity for the audience to laugh. Mm -hmm. And the, the focus is really on allowing the audience 
to have the enjoyment of of the laughter. Yep, given the laughs. And so it's not about did I kill? Did I did I make them? You know, and it's That's not so did, did I? It, because a lot of times people that are like I killed, they're the same in in the same conversation. They're talking about I got so many laughs from this joke. I I got this. I yeah. got. Right. And it's all about I got. I got. I got. If you're there to get, then you're doing it for the wrong reason, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Mm. You, you're there to deliver and give the audience the opportunity to laugh. And so it, in those times when people might say, oh, he killed, the audience got to have the most enjoyment that that mm -hmm. audience could have at that moment. Yeah, for you having fun. And so, so. to me, and, and so your concept of I had some of the most fun I've ever had, yeah. to me that resonates with the focus isn't on us as the comedians, it's yeah. on the audience that we're there to perform for. Yeah. We're, yeah. The, we're the court jester, they're the king. You gotta, you gotta have fun before they do. Um, I had a corporate gig in Ohio two days ago, um, yeah, but around two or three days ago. It wasn't set up for comedy. Um, they, they, I guess, that's yeah, that's just most, hard, most yeah, gigs like that are that way. It's, and again, if they've never had it, they don't know, so yeah. I'm not at all burying anybody. Sure. I get there, they're like, hey, here's where you're going to be. It's in the middle of this stairway where there's stairs this way, this way, and a PV little guitar amp. And Bro, I'm like, I know. I don't know. <laughs> like, all right, that's what you want. I, that's I, how it's going to go. You can't be mean about Dance, it. Dance, Joker Boy. Yeah, yeah. I'll make us laugh. You, you just got to go, okay, yeah. that's yeah. what you want. Yeah. Okay. You gotta, you gotta do that. Um, and I'm up there five minutes in. The lady in charge comes back up. Hey, we're gonna move you. So I'm five minutes in. She stops me, which is fine. There was two people. Sure. Because there was, it was in a little of a party room, and the people are just walking by. No one's, everyone's chattering. No one barely, no one knows I'm up there. But so they moved me to the cafeteria where more people know okay. I'm not up there. Okay. <laughs> you know. There's more people to ignore you over here. Yeah. You weren't um, being ignored to the level we wanted you to be ignored. Yeah. And I just I was like, all right. And I'm talking to the people. Like, did you guys know you were getting this today? Um, but you just you. I've been That's in the wild. I've, yeah. I've been in situations where I decided to just like go. Well, this is terrible. Why am I even here? Yeah. You just look like. You look like a jerk when you do that. So I, you just gotta, you gotta that's change good. your mindset and that. Just stay pro. And that's what I did. So I was like, I just decided to go, okay. And I just went with it, smiled, um, tried to talk to people, joked around. There, were, there was like a ten, there was a group of ten people at this like one cafeteria table, and they kind of stuck with me the whole time. I just joked around with them, hammed it up. Um, I just, cho I just chose to have a good attitude about it, um, and I think that. You know, who knows? I think that just, that's going to speak volumes about you out. when yeah. you be yep. like, man, he, they're, because they're going to say, yeah, we know we didn't have him in a good situation, but man, he, he, did, he had a great yeah, attitude. Yeah. He, was, exactly. he was so nice to us. They'll remember um, that. Yeah, I, so I know, just, uh, I got that from a buddy of mine, Horace Sanders. Mm -hmm. um, when we were running our shows in Chicago, he came and did a show for us up, up in Chicago. And um, one of the things that I learned from him was that he was always hospitable. Even after the show, he was putting up chairs. He was the, helping us put something yeah. away. Just that, that, that just that uh, respect mm -hmm. out of what we were doing um, was uh, huge. So when I went to go do a gig um, in Wisconsin, um, I went to a uh, all men's. It was like a, a retreat. 
mm -hmm. whatever. And um, after the show, I did exactly that. I took on that same attitude, thanking the pastor for having me there. Yeah. And then I went and I helped. I was like, is there anything I can help with? Yeah. And he was like, you were just the entertainment. You don't yeah. have to really do it. I was like, no, nah, I want to help out as much as I can. Yeah. And from that point, you know, I was able to do another gig with them because of because I was able to yeah. stay pro. And that's important too, just to stay with a positive attitude. Yeah. Um, even if you know it's not coming out the way you want it. Yeah. If it's a terrible show, it's it's, not, it's it's hard to do that. Yeah. I, I honestly yeah. got inspired by my buddy uh, Byron Trimble. Um, Trimble. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's a great he's a great buddy of mine. I know, I know his last name. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know his last name. Byron Trimble, Timble, whatever, short guy. Yeah. Um, Kimble, he's, he's, really, he's really short. He's really short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have my... Yeah, you should. Um, cool, cool dude. He, uh, he had this gig. I went to go see him. It was a corporate gig in Nashville. Again, same thing. Uh, it, was a, it was in Bridgestone Arena, so this giant party, and they had the stage for him. They had it set up for him, but it's hundreds of people at a bar. They're chattering. Walking by, yeah. he's got the same environment I had, and I, I just saw the way he did it. He just smiled, and told his jokes, interacted with who would listen, and I was going, "That's that's how you do it. That's how you, that's how you do it. I mean, it's you know, I've been doing comedy longer than him, and I'm going, that's the right attitude to have in this because I've I've had that I've had the opposite attitude in that situation. That's so true, man. Just, it's, it's real. Yeah. That attitude, especially with me, mm -hmm. in the beginning stages was always, man, it's not good enough. Yep. Um, you know, nobody laughed at my jokes. Yep. Uh, you know, I suck at this. Yep. My 10 minutes in was horrible. It just goes and it's just this, a downward spiral. A, and he knows. And that's why he's staring right at me. He yeah. knows that if I can get into the mind game. That mental game yeah. is so and important. I, yeah. <laughs> I would, I, would, I would text every yeah. I would text every comedy friend to have right after like yeah. bad sets. I'm like, I'm quitting, man. I'm right. worse at this. <laughs> Why am I doing this? I would just. It's so true. And if man. any of you listen to this, you know who you are. Um, yeah, just downward spiral of like, I'm awful at this. Yeah, yeah. It gets and, there. It's tough. <laughs> yeah, and that's you know. It's real, man. And, yeah. And I and I will I will advocate on that too. Yeah, I, it's, it's true. Yeah, and it, 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 it puts a burden. Like, it, it puts can. a burden on your friends too. Like it you can, does. It does. Like they're not they're not professional therapists. Like you can't throw all that that much on them. And I've done that. That's real, man. You know? But it's that's. Real. That's what it comes back to. I, like, you know what? Uh, I'll go ahead and plug another rule here I've yeah. got. Yeah. Uh, check, I call it check your inventory. Like, like, I can do this because I've done it. Like, when you're like, when you're just going, man, is this worth pursuing? You just look in the, look in the past. Like, okay, I've, I've done it. I was able to get on stage in the past and tell jokes and make someone laugh. You, you, and you, you build off that. That's you're good, like, bro. Like, can I stay booked? Yeah, why? Because I've got, I've got a good video showing me that I've been able to get booked. Or for me right now, like oh I can, I can get why because I just I, you know I've got a dry bar special it shows I can do it I've done it because it's been there you right. don't don't forget your track record I mean you don't rest on it but it's it's good to have that in the background to go okay I I can do this because it's, it's in, I've done it it's there's proof it's I'm, good I, man. I'm in there it's great to have, now man it's That's great good. to have a great memory yeah. of of what you have done both good and bad yeah right right, like, right. to be Still. honest and say you know what I've had those moments where I truly been. Mm -hmm. So I need to be always vigilant on getting better. Yeah. But at the same time, you've got to remember not just the bad times, but you've got to be able to look back and say, "Look, I did that show. Mm -hmm. That was a blast. I had so much fun. Yeah. yeah. And and I know I can do it. Yeah. I know and I can make strangers laugh because I've I've made strangers laugh before. Like right. you, you got to find ways and to keep doing it. But and particularly with those in those gigs. Uh, I don't know. Uh, 
I've, it's been uh, a while. And with with what we do at the club, uh, you know, we we try not to swear. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and so I don't know what to call it because you know, as the beep horn sound. Right. Uh, <laughs> it did. Back Perfect in the, timing. <laughs> back you know, back in my day, because uh, I'm the old guy here, uh, you know, we we referred to certain gigs as hell gigs. Right, right. Uh, so I'm not swearing. I'm just no, referring, I'm not, referring to it as a place. You're talking about right, a location. Right. I'm right. referring to the place <laughs> yeah. of right. But uh, when you look back and you go, I've had those hell gigs. Yeah. You you know you had that situation where you got moved to a to a cafeteria yeah. and you're like, okay, I got. If you yeah. look back at you look back at those and you say, okay, even in those crazy stupid times, yeah. I was able to bring funny to people. Yeah. And and that's where when you have that mindset of I'm here to bring the funny for these people. Yeah. And I may not kill the room, mm -hmm. but I provided laughter for these people. You connected with some and, folks. I, and and that, that, is, okay. that is key. It's important. I built to, some, yeah. I built some cool relationships from those ten people. Like right. you know, I had, I had my magnet from merch. I just gave them some. This is like, hey, thanks for hanging with me. Um, you know, you, yeah. just, you build something off that. So uh, that's that's you know? interesting. Yeah, dude. That is that's interesting. It's because I'm thinking of how it really is. This whole thing is all a mental. It's a mental um, workout mm -hmm. because if you grew up in a way that it's like results are important mm -hmm. you know results are are what makes it true mm -hmm. like if i didn't kill the room yeah i'm not good and so there's that mentality at least on one side that i've been you know a part of with other comics yeah. they're they're just striving for that i gotta kill the room yeah that's yeah. And, and and if you're not selling out then you're nothing yeah if you're not killing the room you're not doing it yeah i felt and that, so yeah. there's that mentality because mm -hmm. the way that comedy is Especially if you're not doing Montreal, if you're not doing Just for Laughs, yeah. if you're not on Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. if you're not, you know, if you're not on these big platforms, yeah. then you're not doing anything. Yeah. If you're not on Netflix and got an hour special, right. you're not really headlining. Doing it. Oh, you're not on Dry Bar. Oh, I can't right, believe you're right. not on you Dry right, right, Bar. Right, 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 exactly. Oh. But what I'm saying is the accomplishments yeah. versus. At what point do you feel? I mean, you have to change your mindset and say. I'm just gonna do comedy, period. Yeah. Right. And I'm just gonna go up and, and have fun. Yeah. Uh, versus, I want to be the best at what I do. Yeah. And so that means I have to have certain milestones to hit. Yeah. In order to get to that place, is that a healthy way of thinking? Versus staying positive all the way through, and whatever comes, happens. You know, mm -hmm. if I get a call to do dry bar, then yeah. Great. If I get a call to do, you know, an hour, and okay, great. But my journey is is more of just providing. Laughter. Yeah. Run laughter. Versus, it. Yeah. you know. Because some guys, you know. Some... I mean, think about it. If, have you have you ever performed in New York? Mm hmm Okay. So you've been in, in New York and obviously California, you've been there. Um, Just all the big cities is what I'm saying. Like yeah. where, where comedy is, is you know, yeah. king. New York, right? yeah. And so. Have you done Sheboygan? Right. <laughs> Sheboygan, Roscoe, <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> Greenwood, right? Indiana. Green, Greenwood, Indiana. Exactly. I mean, you're moving Wait, up. You ain't nothing yeah. unless you killed in Greenwood. I, that's what I'm uh, saying. So like, if you're not playing, if you haven't played the Holiday Inn in Sheboygan or yeah, Gutties yeah, in Greenwood, yeah, yeah. Uh, or the Comedy on a Farm. Right, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, having <laughs> that you know. understanding, right, yeah. and saying, okay, who makes up those rules of it's it's it's, of it's it a cultural that. group thing. I mean, yeah. it's it's you you know some guys are in this because they want to be famous, and that's 
they're, I mean, it's it's famous about being good at what you do. Um, you know, the, the the good ones obviously are good at what they do, and that other stuff's a bonus, and it comes later. Some guys, I mean, that's that's what happens now with like social media followings. There's guys that hit big on YouTube, yeah. and they don't have an act, but they right. want to sell a comedy club, right? Because of just, their likes, right? Because they have they have the fan base now. They created the fan base off social media, and they can fill out a room. Um, right. Are they the funniest comic? No, but. Or there's like celebrities that have a name that will, like Steve-O will, you know, he's got his name from his MTV days right. and he can fill out a comedy club because people are going to buy tickets to that. See him. Yeah, that's right. just part of it. Mm. Yeah. So it really so, is a mentality of trying to get it, get out of that to say. It's hard hey, not to because you see, like the reason you see. It's, it's almost like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's the reason you get, yeah. The reason you get into comedy is you see guys on TV and to you they're, they're famous. Yeah. You're like, oh, I want to be, like, be that. like that. Right, yeah. right. So, um, so let me ask you this: uh, When you look back at the the early days of when you kind of got into this whole thing, yeah, uh, what's some of the best advice that somebody gave to you? Let's see, um, personally, uh, let's see. You know, honestly, it's the smallest and simple things like just keep getting up. That's honestly the best one. I mean, it's it's because I think early on you look for a profound mm -hmm. word, a profound like little secret code. If I just do this, I'll be awesome yeah and that's it's not there sorry it's not there it's no magic pill you, you got like <laughs> you, you got to keep getting up and the reason you keep getting up yeah um yeah and that's from comics who like didn't really give me care much for me that i was i was when i first started i was i was pretty obnoxious i was in everybody's face not like trying to fight i was just no, going yeah how long you been doing comedy how long you been doing i was just such a little annoying you know yeah. puppy you know and I don't know, just had a couple of guys, I would just, like, they'd be complimenting each other's sets, and I'd kind of scoot in, see if they'll say anything about me, Yeah. and they would just look at me like, nah, just, right. keep just keep getting up. That's right. honestly the best advice, because if you're obsessed, you, you got to be obsessed with getting good at this. Um, you got to be, I don't know, you got to be obsessed with your material, you got to be obsessed with finding ways to get on stage, yeah. but that's part of the keep getting up. You just, if you're, if you're obsessed enough, you, you'll... You'll, you'll figure it out to an extent. You'll figure out, mm -hmm. is this really working? Okay. Um, is this, am I getting real reactions? Like that all just comes, that's all rooted in just being obsessed with it, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. yeah. So I, I say it all, well, I shouldn't say all the time, but quite often. Because <laughs> uh, not all the time, because I'm talking about something else right now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I do say it quite often. Uh, in, in the business of comedy, if you get good, yeah. you'll get noticed. If you're good and you get noticed, then you'll get paid. Yeah. And so, in order to get good, you got to get on stage. You got to get your reps in. You got to. It's like going to the gym. You got to work out. Yeah. And then, when you have a tight five that you can turn into a tight twenty, that you can turn into a tight forty-five. Yeah. Then, you you continue to get better. And when you're good, people will notice you. When you're noticed, they'll say, "Hey, we'd like to pay you to come do something." And that's how the business operates. And as long as you yep, continue that's... doing the work and you continue to get paid, you'll be in here 22 years later saying, so as an old man, I can tell you. <laughs> I can tell you now. So, uh, that's good. So what looking back through, for, and, and how, how many years have you been doing this now? Uh, six. Six years. Nice. So over the last six years, uh, what, what's your biggest struggle that you have faced? In the in in doing what you do in common, yeah, struggle. Um, 
Man, that's tough one. I feel like it's 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 changed every couple of years. Um, honestly, the last maybe I can backtrack on this one. I don't know how to give a great answer or a def definite answer. I don't know. The last two years were definitely it was a jealousy thing for me. Um, I don't know. I was just like I, I was seeing you know I was seeing comics get work that like they were getting to work with my heroes and I'm like man I think I would be a better fit. For this show, I was just I had had some entitlement in me, yeah. and uh, yeah, that's it, man. You 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 know you can get you, and that's just any that's anything in I life. Think that's, um, I think that's I think that's universal for all comics. And yeah. it goes, it goes back you, to what you were talking about in terms of comparison. Yeah, when that's you're, it. When you're comparing yourself to yeah. everybody else, you're like, well, I think I'm better than that. And or I'm, and 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 you, and you remember, uh, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, right? you guys are young enough; you may not remember when the, the last comic standing, the, the, the first that, yeah. first couple of rounds of last yeah. comic standing, yeah. they would do this uh, thing with the comics on the show, and they, oh, I think I'm funnier than you yeah, know, and you, can, and, it's, you know, comedy Ralph, shouldn't be. I remember Ralphie May. Going, yeah, man, I'm a lot funnier. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah but comedy you. can't. I, I stopped doing competitions. I, like. This year, I just I'm like because I don't I don't like that comedies competitions are a thing because that's what you do. I agree. You go, I'm funnier than that guy. Why did he win? Or right? Yeah. Um, it's more like I would rather get into like festivals and showcases. You know yeah, what I mean? Like come and see rather than yeah. it's all about you know this one person yeah. won and they're the best. And yeah. Wanna, there's so, there's so many beat you. Tough, yeah. Man. There's so many factors to comedy competitions and yeah. luckily I've been the ones I've been in where I'm, I'm go I've never been. Mad that a less funnier guy won whatsoever. I've always went well. I think the funniest guy won tonight, but it still messes with you because you're still going in your head like, well, what are the judges looking for? You just or you just you, you get in the wrong mindset. You get competitive as opposed to I gotta have fun. It just changes the game for me, and I'm just not. Well, I had, into that. I had a friend ask me to to come to a, a little competition that they were doing. Yeah, I had been I'd been in the business probably 15 years. Yeah, okay. it was like. I just needed some some people that have been doing this for a while. I needed to come, just you know. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll come. And I got there, and because I, I tend to operate up, I'm always going to try to bring my A game, mm -hmm. no matter what. Yeah. And so I get up and I do a, a pretty solid set. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, that felt pretty good. Yeah. You know? yeah. I think I think I did a good job. I think the audience got a lot of fun out of that. Yeah. So I was pleased with it. And then, the guy that. Actually, it was a young lady that actually ended up winning, and I was mm -hmm. kind of like, first of all, I don't know that, I know personally, I didn't think she was all that funny, but that, it's not about me personally. No. Uh, and watching the audience, I don't think there was as much laughter. There was other guys that that, that get more laughs than, yeah. and, I was, and I'm doing that whole comparison, and then I'm kind of like, what do you mean? And then I, I had to kind of remind myself, wait a minute, you came just to help your buddy out. You, yeah. were, you know, I wasn't here to win this thing. I just, it, yeah, and, it changes the way and you, does, yeah. what, what, what good would it do for me yeah. at my bottom line? Oh, I won this little neighborhood yeah. contest that yeah. nobody's heard of and nobody's going to know about, yeah. you know? So, but now you lost to a bunch of amateurs. Dude, so, so but yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I mean, it's so... It's true, <laughs> but, but it, it's true. It, it can it, hurt your, your it, pride. Intrinsically, I had to kind it's of like, let, I had to let it go. Yeah. 
because the competitive <laughs> nature, my competitive nature yeah, yeah. took over yeah. because I didn't go in with the whole thing of, oh, I am going to win this thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's I like, just, yeah, it's like Michigan but, losing to Appalachian State back 10 years ago. It's like, like <laughs> oh, you beat Appalachian State, oh, whatever. Oh, you lost to Appalachian State. Right. Oh, that's horrible. Right. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> It's like if if you win game. that game, it's it's nothing. But if you lose to them, yeah. holy cow! So you're doing beating up that little girl. <laughs> or, the, or, or it's you can beat up that little girl. Yeah, right. it's, 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 that's the whole. That's what I think. I just or feel boy. like we're programmed. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't matter. Or however you want to identify. But that's the thing. Is that's what, I feel like it's been programmed that way. Yeah, yeah. We've been programmed that in the culture and this yeah. that you have to be the best at what you're doing. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, you don't have. Any say in this matter. Yeah. If you're not up there with the Seinfelds and the Gapkins and all, you don't have a say about comedy. Yeah. The thing I've learned, there's there's ways to make a living and not be famous in comedy. The guy, a guy I worked with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come together. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say. Because he cruises, he's been in the game for yeah. 20 years, and I, like, and he's and he's built a successful career. In yeah. It. I've worked with this comic. I worked with at Looneyville in Arkansas. Uh, John Wesley Austin, awesome dude. Uh, talking to him, he's a really cool guy, and he's like most of a lot of his times on cruise ships. He's you know you, just, you can make like a hundred grand a year off cruise ships. Like, you, that's a, you can do. So this. is that right? But the yeah. in, that's so, the thing is in comedy yeah. there is this stigma. You want, of, you want you have to be well. You want to be respected as a comic. You want, exactly. You want, you want to be one of them. You want to be like in the in the, as a comedian. Right. Yeah. It's like the Hall of Fame of you yeah. know of comedy. Like I want to be it in that pay, realm. It doesn't pay, but you want that. You want that Mount Rushmore, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, and that goes, you know, so. uh, you and I were talking kind of off, we weren't uh, part of this conversation, but you and I were talking about yeah. how uh, people, guys that are pretty much single guys, yeah. I think the opportunity for them to make great bank yeah. doing cruises is there, but you got to be careful to not get into the niche of just doing cruises yeah, because it's hard because yeah. you won't ever have any of the fame yeah but the money's the, there the, rec the recognition <laughs> you're making good money yeah but people won't recognize you for to hire you outside of the cruises necessarily I'm but yeah. so it's it's it is a, it's kind of you got to have that balance you do. do i do i want to make a lot it's of money point or get famous yeah and or, or, be famous or do or i want known, both be known right yeah. or both right you know yeah. so it's and if you want both, then you got to figure out how do you balance that out, mm -hmm. you know. And so it's it's a process, but it it the good news is, and, and I think this is uh, it's really good. you know you said when when I asked you about uh, best advice you got, yeah. and you're like uh, just keep going, and then uh, but the, the reality is what some of what you have said uh, has been good for everybody to hear mm -hmm. in the fact that. It's not going to be easy, mm -hmm. right? But it can be done, right? And and I think that's really important for any comic, yeah. Whether you're brand new to the game, you've been doing it for six years, and right. you're thinking, well, wait a minute, I've been doing it six years, and and I don't have a dry bar special like Lee, yeah. Uh, you know, it's okay, yeah. I've been doing it 22 years, and I don't have a dry bar special, right? But I haven't been calling dry bars saying, hey, I need to get on, because I, it's, it's, it's knocking on, knock on doors. It's, so it's, yeah, um, it, oh, it's, think, it really is a process of looking at what am I doing to be the best me yeah. in this and what I'm bringing to the audience. Yeah, the reality is there's always someone who wants to be in your place. I think that helped me 
get over the jealousy thing. Like, no matter where you're at in comedy, even if you're going up on it to an open mic, that's yeah. how far back it goes. If you're getting up at open mics, there's always someone at work who's like, oh man, I wish I had the courage to do that. Mm. It always goes back to that. Yeah. Even like, you know, you're a mid guy in comedy, you're yeah. featuring, and there's yeah. a host, like, oh man, I wish I could feature. You're hosting. There's guys at that club that are starting out going to sh going to that club watching shows and going, yeah. man, I wish I could host. Guys getting yeah. guest sets. There's guys at the club watching the guy get on a guest set. Like, man, how can I get just five minutes on that stage? Like, there's always someone who wants to be yeah. in that place. Yeah. Like, there's always, no matter where you're at, so that's what you got to realize. Like, and that's a life lesson, too. Like, there's going to be someone who wishes they were where, where, you're, at. where you're at. That's you good. know? Like, that, I think that puts it into perspective yeah. um, in some, somehow. So... That's good, man. Well, so uh, so what's next then for, for Lee Harden? Well, so what's the next uh, big uh, mountain that you got to climb? Let's see. Um, sustaining a living off of this. I I just uh, left my job on last Friday. So. Okay. Was, hey, what what job? Were I you, was. What were you doing? I was working with Apple uh, at a store in uh, near Nashville. I was working there. I was about I was there for about three and a half years and. It was just, you know, for a lot of reasons, it was just time to move on. Um, they caught you with a few too many iPads. Yep, 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 pretty so much. So I quit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now I'm not. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I quit. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was just time for a few reasons, and I, yeah. I wanted to wait a little bit longer, because uh, John Brandian's big on how, like, he, he's got really good advice on when to stop and to you jump know, in to and jump in to do full time yeah he's kind of like he's got his take on it. it's like you have to like let them pull that from you let them let, let your company say hey you're you're doing too much time here what, what do you you need to we need to figure out what to do with you to, I, I like i like that i like that that's idea. a good that's good advice but i, I kind of yeah. i kind of i feel like i jumped the gun but at the same time <laughs> i'm in that same boat yeah i'm in that same boat man i work where yeah. i'm at i mean I, I do marketing and you know and all that stuff and yeah. they know that i'm I'm being pulled to the club. Yeah. And, I mean, they're walking by my cubicle, literally walking by my cubicle, just watching to see what I'm working oh, on. No. And it's kind of like, okay, yeah. now I gotta, you know, make sure that I'm not, you know, doing too much. And I know I have to make sure I'm, I'm giving what I need to give yep. to, and that's just being my integrity. Yeah. Is important. And it's Absolutely, just yeah. there's just times where I'm answering the phone like, thank you for calling Goodies Comedy Club. And I'm yeah. like, I had to catch myself a couple of times. So yeah, I can't really do that. But my, yeah. my heart is here. Mm -hmm. But um, they know, and they're they've been really cool about knowing about it because even the CEO of the company knew about yeah. the club. So it's like they know that I'm that that's you know where my heart is. Yeah. But I'm not at the place yet to, to be like you know see you later. Yeah. I, and I, I say it. I say it to young comics all the time. Uh, if you can, if you can have a day job, although. J-O-B is like a four-letter word to me. Yeah. Uh, but if you can have one of those things yeah. uh, and support your comedy habit. If you're really serious yeah. about it, then you just know, get any side job. Well, and that's, what I was, yeah, that's what I was kind of doing for the last three years because that's once I got hired on at Apple, I was, I was still kind of getting gigs. But the reason I wanted to work at Apple because yeah. I was like, well, there's a lot more staff here. If I need to request off, I think I can do that yeah. with this kind of job. And yeah. I, that's what I was doing for the last three and a half years. Okay. And I was just getting busy enough, at least in December, where I was starting to see some like requests, like getting returned. Like, nope, can't take that day off. Like, I was just looking at the pattern of it. I'm like, well, I've already got gigs lined up on these days. I can either call out um, where I just 
maybe this is a, maybe this is a tell. Maybe yeah. this is a, it's time to go. I was getting enough like gigs where I feel where, where I felt like I would be okay. Yeah. Like, can I can I make a payment on the truck if I right. if I have this gig? Right. Yep, I can do that. And it was just it was just time and place. I was it, the, the the job itself I was doing was kind of evolving, and I didn't really. I don't know. I didn't really care for the evolving right. of it. And so, we were, so we yeah. were so we were just we're just a truck payment to you. Is that what you're saying? Hey, yeah. well, don't, didn't you get the bike too? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's paid for though. That that is okay. Cool. 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 Uh, sustain, you know, and that's and, and that's where I'm at, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I'm not looking for comedy fame. I think I was telling you that last night. Yeah. I just, if I can just stay booked, stay good at yeah. this, or yeah. get get better. Sorry, not exactly. stay like good. right. Me, right. You want to just keep, keep getting get better, better at this. Yeah. If I can keep doing that, you know, have a sustainable, you know, income yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, keep making people laugh. That's. That's the goal. I mean, I've got gigs lined up, you know, up till March. Still filling spots for those. I'm, you know, hoping some cruise things line up for later this year. I've been yeah. talking to a cruise line. Um, yeah, some other other people I've been talking to. Hopefully, get some get on some shows uh, or get to work with some some comics I've been wanting to work with. Yeah. Um, you know, the I got to. Last year I got to be a finalist in like the Jeannie Robertson contest that she does and uh, I was like a top 10 guy that year and that gave me a, uh, that gives you a phone call with Jeannie. Okay. And that was really cool so I got to like connect with her and it was a real genuine conversation. That's great. That's great. I connected enough to where I got invited to go watch her at the Grand Ole Opry when she came through. I got to meet her staff and so you know these connections are there to like keep the work going so hopefully God willing that work keeps going um i'll probably still i'll probably find a side hustle in between gigs uber or just, something just to have you know, just to maintain it yeah, just in yeah, case yeah i got you i can do gigs that don't involve a boss i don't you know having a boss they're with you man yeah authority <laughs> problems i've had them i've had it <laughs> so, uh, is that, is, that, is your truck a four door? Uh, yeah. Okay, so, 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 so you could use it. I slept use in it. it. Yeah. So you could use it for Uber too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So there they, you go. Because I got a two door truck, and they're like, "Ah, you can't drive can't for us." Yeah, yeah. But I need a side hustle. My wife expects oh, a Christmas present. Well, oh, the other one is uh, shipped. That's where you shop for uh, people. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. That's so right. you don't need a four door for that one. Yeah, yeah, to do somebody else's shopping. Uber, that's Uber Eats, I think yeah. we could do, but we could do Uber Eats. We're gonna end up eating the food when we get there. Say, I got <laughs> fired. I got fired after yeah. I ate half the meal. Right. Here's half a pizza. Thank you. Forget comedy. Get into right. Uber Eats, guys. Right. Don't, right. don't pursue comedy. Pursue the side hustle. Right. Yeah. Don't don't let comedy get in the way of right. your side hustle, right. guys. Exactly. Don't. Well, it's it's funny. Uh, Jerry Goble was a comic from here in the Indy area. That, uh, he, he talks. He talks about uh, find a job that you don't love. Yeah. Just do it because just to get money. And it, it's it's there to support you while yeah. you're doing stuff. He said, but if you don't if you don't love it, then That's you know you, yeah. you're like you got to choose. Uh, no, you have a shift you have to show up for. No, I don't. I'm gonna go do this show. Yeah. And uh, so he's so saying, I'm out of here. But yeah, but I mean, but he's, if was, you so go he's, do another job and they see that you just quit, I don't know, or just because you didn't like it, then they're like, yeah. I don't wanna hire you. But there's jobs, that's the thing. That put you in the there, there's, there's jobs yeah. you can get. That's yeah. It may not be real, it's, it's, you're not making 
20, true, 20 30 dollars an hour yeah, yeah, yeah you're making barely minimum wage or a little bit above but you know there's jobs out there that you can pay the bills you yeah know, that's but, how where it was with my so he was just like yeah find one of those that you don't really love you just you know it's going to give you enough income to make sure you got gas money or something to get I, to the shows you want to do i'm like I told that kind of makes sense. You I know? told I would tell people I work more than often. Again, when I was there, I worked. You know, my work ethic was was fine and all that. But I, there was a level of care that I didn't have. And I told people like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "I care at a part time level." <laughs> like I showed up. That's good. <laughs> I'm here. That's about as much as you'll get. I, I, this is part time. Like I'm not full time. I don't have to care right. at, at a right. part time level as a part time guy. You kidding me? I showed up. I'm not doing that. And it's almost break time. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. So how get off the phone. Get off the phone. Part time. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Why are you why do you, why do you have college football playing in the background? I'm part time. That's part time. That's, that's, that's it. Why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got I that just part time hustle. That's uh, it. That's, that's, part -time that's the wrong hustle. attitude, but that's the attitude you have. <laughs> I, I, got, that's, yeah. Forgive me, but that's the. <laughs> oh well. The, the, and yeah, retail hours it can it can kill you as well. Like you know, oh, with holidays, I can imagine Christmas. I, all that stuff. I got out right before the holiday boom. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm out. Sorry, it's not my thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I worked. I worked for Verizon Wireless uh, at selling cell phones, oh, no. and so it was constant hustle. Like you gotta sell, you gotta upsell, you gotta give them. You gotta throw in accessories. You gotta. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not gonna give this lady 92 years old. I'm not giving her a joy. <laughs> she don't. She don't even know how to turn it on. They're like, I don't care. You just give. You start big. You start. And you, you let them. You know. You just hit them up. I'm, I'm giving like, her pen and paper and envelopes. Oh, I'm giving. I hated her. the. Uh, the uh, okay. Let's let's come up with a scenario. Yeah. All right. So I'm I'm coming in. I'm a customer. I don't have a phone. You gotta sell me a phone. Oh, I hated role play. Yeah. I hate it. Oh. I hate it. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm with you. I hear you. I'm like that. Was speed one was the uh, the number one Verizon salesman number one in, accessories. in selling in selling 92 year old women. <laughs> Androids. He was yeah. selling rotary dial cell phones. Yeah. He was he was. I man, took him to those, those flip phones and I was like, look, we can we can make this work. Yeah. It's a flip phone. You get your car charger. We throw a little small screen protector. Right. And it's all good. And I still was hitting up. You found solutions. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's part of <laughs> You're not making us any money anyway, so that's... that's so if you're 92 bad. years old and you're looking for a good phone deal... <laughs> I'm your man. That's what I'll you want. Well, tell you, you're not making us money. Like, are we shutting down? No. Then why... But why is it right? Why yeah. do I have to hit this quote? Okay, I'm getting into something that shouldn't even... I mean, I'm just saying. I'm sitting there and they're like telling us the whole thing about quota. And like, for real, bro, this is Verizon Wireless we're talking about. You guys are number one, supposedly number one. Why do I have to hustle so hard for some accessories? <laughs> Anyways, they hated me. Trust me, they hated oh, me at the You gotta sell more because Tony like, didn't pay his bill. He sucks at, yeah, at role play. He sucks. <laughs> I came in as an angry customer. I'm like, I don't want that. Was it commission? Sell me some. Yeah, it was commission based. Well, see, there you go. I get it. I mean, there's there's a hustle. I wasn't that. like. I worked in the back at Apple in okay. inventory, but before that, I was like up front, and it was you know your sales role. But you're not commissioned, and they they will push you like commission. I'm so I'm probably I'm, if they if Apple catches wind of this, I'll probably burn the bridge. All right, <laughs> sorry, bridge burned. But they will. Yeah, it was like it was number number numbers numbers numbers, yeah. but no no commission. You're just like, why am I doing this? Why? It's a hard way it's for weird. Steve Jobs to find out that I mean, uh, you're not working for her. He's dead. He's dead. He's That's going to hurt his feelings. <laughs> Sorry. And he's dead. Not, Sorry. Only, not only is Lee not working for you, but you're dead. Yeah. Sorry, Tim Cook. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs>
Yeah. Go Tigers, but not those Tigers. Go Clemson Tigers. Number one, baby. Sorry, off the rails. I'm off the rails. So, so bad. So sorry. So, well, that uh, pretty much wraps up this episode. Forget you, Verizon. Forget you, Apple. Right. Forget you guys. We're going to start our whole thing. We're, uh, we're looking for some uh, sponsors for the Pops and the Rika show. So, right. Apple. Give us a call, call Apple. Please. Hey, Verizon. <laughs> Give us a call. Yeah, actually, you know what? The funny story about this. See, I work, at, I work in inventory, or I, or I was working in inventory. Okay. I had this annual review with one of my bosses. He was like, yeah, your sales numbers are low. I'm like, maybe because I don't work in sales. <laughs> I'm in the back. I'm in the back, man. Why are you getting on Yeah, your sales numbers are zero. Yeah. That, that sounds about right. Yeah. What's, what's, the, what's the problem? I was, I was just like, I was like, I don't work, I don't work, I, I work back here. And they're like, I was just telling them, like, just, you're, it's like you're telling Brett Kern, Tennessee Titans punter, you go up to him and be like, hey, man, your passing rating is really low. Are you even attempting passes? No. I'm kicking. Exactly. Kick. Exactly. That's what I'm doing. And that's what it's going to show. For the record, I'm the only man who's ever bought a kicker jersey. I, uh, Brett Kern, Tennessee Titans punter. Um, he was our best player for the longest time. He was our pro bowler. And so I'm like, I'm going to get a jersey. So you're a punter's jersey, I got Brett Kern's jersey. To the, I take it to the Titans games. When he kicks, uh, cheer him on. Like, yeah, hey, Kern, we're going to have to let you go. Cause you're not, you did not have enough sacks this year. Yeah. We're going to let you go. Your defense is awful. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So, yeah. When he, he place holds the field goal kicker's kick for the extra point, right, right. Like, cheering him on. Good hold, Kern. I'm the only one in the, in the stadium cheering on Kern for. Warm up, bro. Laces out. Laces out. Laces out. Kern. No one cheering for Kern. So someone's got to. No That's one. good, right? You're right. They don't get support, man. It's true. They don't get the support that we, you know, that they deserve. Yeah, but his passing rating is just low. It's they should just cut it, you know. Yeah. yeah, I was. Yeah, that was the maddest I've ever been at work when he when they when they told yeah, me that your sales numbers are low. I mean, like, here's the thing: if you have the gift. Of Gab and you're good at sales. Yeah, these guys were sharks, man. When yeah. I, I was in a store that was like four guys that were just yeah. at the door. They're literally just like at the door, ready to pounce on yeah. anybody that walks in. Yeah, and so I'm in the back waiting. Right. Like, so I'm not going scared. like I'm not yeah. charging the door like I got this one. You know, I'm not doing any no. of that or tackling anybody. Yeah. And like you're mine. Not, it's not no, me. these guys were just like that was their thing. I can't do and it. So they're you know every month they're just like you know employee of the month, and I'm yeah. just like I don't want to sell all this. This isn't my goal. I'm not Trying to be, yeah. thing, they, they wanted me, yeah. They wanted me, me to be more upfront, yeah. and because I just, I don't know why, because I, I wasn't, I wasn't mean to customers, but I wasn't, I wasn't like nice either. I was like, I, my buddy Diego. So I started out as a technician at Apple. My buddy Diego said the, he, he said it perfectly. He's from Argentina, and he was just like, I don't know how you say things to people the way you do and get them laughing. Mm. Is it's like, I don't know how you, I don't know how you, <laughs> mention, you, easy, how yeah, you yeah. mention something they're wearing. Yeah, yeah. Make fun of their voice. Mm -hmm. You're you're a smart aleck to them. But right. They, they laugh. They're cool. Listen right. to you going. How did he just say that? I mean, I, you I didn't have a filter. I I was. Just, I don't know, someone would be like, can I return this? I'm like, well, it's past 14 days. Well, well that stinks. I'm like, it's not my fault. Right. Would, like, now what? I no, I'm sorry. It's like you right now. I wouldn't. <laughs> you had no filter, bro. You had that right. pro filter, right? You have to be like, well, I'll take care of that, sir. Not a problem. I'll be right back and speak yeah. to the manager. I'm I, like, no, it doesn't work. Sorry. <laughs> take it home. Right. Well, that stinks. Well, it's too bad it didn't stink uh, 14 days ago because yeah. you might have had a chance, but I, I, you don't. So. I had one higher up guy. He worked with like some sort of 
Belk or some sort of like uh, big mall company, Dillers or something. Uh, I was working on his daughter's phone. He's like, yeah, Apple sent one of their guys to our corporate and he, he, just, he basically just brought us down. And I looked at him, I'm like, I, I don't know him. <laughs> I told the guy, I was like, I don't. That's not my guy, man, I don't know him. I'm, talking, I'm, I'm at the mall. I'm, I'm, I'm part time at the mall. I don't know that guy. Part time. <laughs> so, that's I mean, that part time gig, man. It's like you're talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> Be watching for uh, be watching for Lee Harden's here. next uh, project uh, part time. So, part time, right, right. Part time hustle. I would that's that's how I would talk to angry people. Uh, yeah. just, that's how it was, man. I just couldn't turn. I didn't turn yeah, it off. I can tell you're really upset, but I care at a part time level. You're right, right. And I don't care. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, Bye. I'm on the not time. Yeah. Right, right, right. What's, what's yeah. <laughs> What's the next iPhone coming out? I'm God Mall man. I, like, I'm not in on those meetings. I'm not in. I'm not. I'm going to the corporate Soon. Meetings. Soon. I, I had to type a passcode in to uh, punch in today, yeah, so right. I'm not. I'm not a guy. To, I'm not your guy. Sorry. So. Yeah. Just. Oh, that was good. I don't have that, that level so of care good, and concern. Right. Exactly. Sorry. It's real, man. Again, I liked connecting with people. Like, and that was like. Before I got into comedy, I'm like, if I could brighten someone's day, right. I could do that. And that was before I ever hit stage. That, um, I know I'm asking a lot of unprovoked questions here, but that's... No, that's, that's good. That's why you get into comedy is because you're like, I, I, I was able to change someone's mood one day or one time, and uh, you, you build off that. Right. I mean, so no. did you... Okay, so was, when you started yeah. finding out, okay, I got the chops. Yeah. Was that really young age, or was it... I, that's what I mean. It was like, yeah. I, grew, I didn't grow up with the greats like I didn't right. that wasn't even in my home yeah the way I got into comedy was my dad's a preacher yeah and when I and when he was preaching he would throw on these jokes and it would just kill yeah. the crowd yeah and I was like I like that yeah what is that I like making people laugh right yeah and so that's how I got into comedy yeah and learning that so how did that I, didn't grow, I was obsessed with it as a kid but I just I was all I was obsessed with trying to make people laugh I don't know if I was good at it right away but right. I was obsessed like I would okay. recite Linda's monologue to people right. at school and right. they weren't laughing I'm like you know what you guys don't become right. just, you don't get it <laughs> yeah um I you need just, to watch more <laughs> politics <laughs> so you get some of these jokes <laughs> right 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 um, <laughs> I would just, yeah, I would do stuff like that. Um, you know, 13, 14, hanging out in the youth group, I was just trying to be as, as dumb. I'm like, what's the dumbest thing I could say right now if I could get a reaction out of these people? I would do that. That's it. Man. Early on, I think the earliest memory, honestly, was like, I think first grade, we were all waiting in, you know, for our parents to come pick us up. It was headshot day. We were getting all our pictures back from headshots. Uh-huh. And... Um, I don't know. There's this one kid with just really giant ears, and uh, I wasn't making fun of him. Other kids were. His ears. It's just his ears. I was making fun of ears. Not him personally. Just giant, giant ears. Yeah. Other, other kids were. So they were getting on him? They were just making fun of him. Yeah. I saw him crying. Um, they walk away. I walk up to him. And then I add on a few more jokes. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I walked up to it's okay, Dumbo. It's okay. I'm like, I'm like, you know, they were right. I know you can hear everything in the world. You heard me walking up to you, but no, I. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> no, I went up to him. I just got to know him, and I just was like cracking jokes about. Uh, I forgot. I think he had some action figures or whatever. I was just being silly yeah. with whatever he had with him and I just saw him like kind of go from crying to laughing and I'm like him up. 
okay, I took, there was a kid that was crying, and then he started laughing, and I'm like, you know, and that's something I didn't realize, I didn't think about that as a young kid, but later on as an adult, I'm like, oh wow, that's probably one of the first times I really made someone laugh, right, or right, right. changed their mood a little bit, um, so it's just, yeah, so you see pockets of it but even early on. See, that's, you know. that's the innocence of what we're talking about as far as comedy being direct at people and offending, or comedy that is here where it's not offensive, and you're taking jokes and you're bringing them all in, and everybody can enjoy it. Yeah. So you went from okay, I'm not gonna, you know, yeah, I'm not gonna go ahead and you with this because you know you could have gone in there and he was yeah. like, oh, I hate you even more. Yeah. But you went with what he was familiar with. Yeah. And, and you gave you, you gave, gave the joy. gift you gave yeah. the gift could, of laughter. I could tell he was I could tell he was upset and you know you I think you you know you have empathy at an early age and I just I knew like you know what I've been that kid too. Yeah. See. So, right. Exactly. Yeah, when I, yeah. So I just. But that's just cool to see the the the, the, the dynamic of it. Mm -hmm is not and that's kind of like how it is now mm. with comics uh, that i don't know for me i don't like the whole shock value the whole shock jokes people are doing what they're doing and yeah. i get it but i just for me it's like i don't want to just you know shock you and hit you and offend you yeah um i want to be out here and i want to invite you into what i yeah. do and you know and share this with you because i think it's it's, it's something that i feel that yes yeah. it's funny case in point i can uh this is definitely a learning lesson for me and this was like Four weeks ago, it was a Christmas gig. I was pumped about it because it was like 10 minutes from my house. Yeah. It was gonna be, I don't know. It paid enough for me to decide, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit. I think I'm okay, okay. I'm gonna quit out. That's, that's how I felt about it. I'm like, okay, that I'm has good. to be significant yeah. enough to be like, I'm gonna quit my job. Two weeks of work or one hour. Yeah. All right, boom. Exactly. Okay. Uh, exactly. And so I, um, I'm at this gig, and I like to play with people, especially if it's at a party, a Christmas party or a gig. You try to make it about them and incorporate them, but it was like, I don't know, it was a Christmas party where no one, it was like no one knew each other. It was like a statewide thing. They were all here for this. Okay. Anyway. Right. Um, this is, <laughs> I'm the worst. Yeah. This, you're, you guys no, that's are good. You're probably, probably going to not let me on the show tonight. No, after, no, that's after, okay. after, I tell you, after I tell you this. Okay, do it. Let's see. And this goes back to, because I'll, you know, I'll do crowd work, but I won't like attack any, like, I won't attack. I'll just make light of a, something about, yeah. about them or. I, I don't know, I just what I go after. Right. I saw a lady up front, I thought she was about to fall asleep. Okay. And I just kept joking about it the whole time. I'm like, you can go to sleep if you want to. <laughs> just the whole time. And I didn't, it's not like I had won this crowd over from beginning to end, just, you know, corporate gigs, the way it was set up. It was just, you know, you were kind of doomed from the start. Right. Um, you know, pockets of it, uh, pockets of the crowd were enjoying it, but not collectively. It wasn't a cohesive crowd. So that's just, you know, that's, you were fighting some elements. Right. Doors were open, okay. PA was terrible. But anyway, I kept joking to this one lady about falling asleep, um, and then after the show, like, it was bad. It was bad. It, bad to the point where the boss in charge was like, "Guys, comedy is tough, so let's give him a round of applause." Oh, I'm like, "Oh." When he says that, yeah. Oh and then man. The, then the crowd kept coming up to me, saying, "Tough crowd." Like they had nothing to do with it. Like they had nothing to do with being okay, a tough crowd. See, <laughs> So, like, I was like, you were in the crowd, but hey, everybody, right. comedy's <laughs> tough. So uh, we're gonna have the comedian stand right here, and you guys can come by and just kick him in the groin. Yeah. Like you and were then, in the crowd, bro. Yeah. What are you saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now, and what? And yeah, they were all really nice people. No one, like, sure, sure. Because you've been in bad shows where people just walk by you, you don't want to say anything. But they all came up to me and were like, oh, we like you. I know it was, it was rough. So they were so nice. One lady was like, hey, you might want to go apologize to that girl you were joking with. Um, she has a condition and I'm oh, going, bro. oh no. 
She's narcoleptic. Oh, no. And she falls asleep. I thought. Random. I, I, I thought narcolepsy, <laughs> but I walk up to her. She's got the smallest eye holes I have ever seen in my life. Wow. Like, I, can't, I could barely see her, her pupils. They were, like, her, uh, so, it was a disfigurement. And uh, I thought she was about to fall asleep, dude. Um, and I, I looked at her. I was just like, look at her. I'm so, like, so sorry. Oh. So what, are you, what do you, you say then? You gotta eat it, bro. You gotta say? eat it. I, like, uh, on closer uh, observation, yeah. I've got a better look at you. Yeah. I'm so sorry. You weren't falling asleep. You, got you just got issues. You got bad people. You know? <laughs> I, I did, and I, I just, oh, that's bad. I felt so bad. I was like, man, if I had known, bro. I just couldn't tell. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I just. Legit, we felt so bad. Yeah, of course. And I gave her, I gave her some merch to, right. to, to remind, yeah. to remind her of me. Yeah. <laughs> this Take, put this, put this magnet on your refrigerator, so every time you see me, you'll remember. Oh, he's the guy that made fun of me for looking like this. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I felt so. No, but so, that's difficult. I mean, yeah. And I, I texted the people in charge. I was just like, hey, uh, this happened. I hope you guys know that's not like me. Even the, the boss called me afterwards. This was the whole redeem because I, I went home. Yeah. I was kind of in a bad mood. Like the shit was terrible. I was just yeah, yeah. grumpy. Yeah. But the boss called me afterwards. He was so nice. He was like, "Hey man, I know that wasn't the best setup for comedy." Now looking looking at it now, I'm going, "We could have done so much better. We could have yeah, sure. We could have gotten a smaller Hindsight. room. Because yeah, yeah. it was a really big room, small crowd. Like he's like, "I'm a public speaker. I get that. I should have thought about that. And I know you." make fun of that girl on purpose like we can tell from getting to know you before the show watching your watching your clips that's yeah. not you yeah and i'm like yeah i just i just feel so bad right but that, that so him calling definitely put me in a better spot but yeah i totally like try going after people like i try to that's not as much now now i've kind of got what well, a little bit more a little bit more wisdom on that now so because well, you, you should like that yeah you should you should work on your act more than crowd. It, right. Crowd work, yeah. right. So, I mean, when you're confident yeah. in working the crowd, then sure. But yeah. the way it is now, because of, it's so sensitive. Yeah. It, back then, you could work the crowd and it'd be okay, right? You could be like, ah, yeah. and you know, people are like, oh, it's just part. Of, but now it's really sensitive. Uh, there's still that. There's still that observation. There's still that, um, yeah. you know, people are like, well, you need to be, because, you know, I, I do, a, I did this one uh, joke about taking the yellow bus and it's like not the short one, the regular one. Yeah. And when I finished that joke, um, I, I ended up saying, well, that's when I started taking the short one. Yeah. And there was this, there was this kid, at, at, right? He was in a, he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. And he's, but the thing is, I went to him. And I was like, look, I was he, and he was really cool. I he bet. was like, I, he was laughing. At he probably thought it was funny. He thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So he was like, he had a great time. But the thing is, you have to be super careful. But at at what degree? You know, you're writing jokes because it's just funny to you. Yeah. And at what point do you go? Oh, I can't say this joke now because there might be somebody out there that's yeah. Uh, you you'll, know, you'll, it's like I you can't know. even say that. You'll you'll know when you know. Kind it's of tough, thing. man. Yeah. He but told he told a joke and he said something about Auburn and I'm a bulldog <laughs> fan, right. Georgia. Yeah. Right, right, right. He triggered so, me. I'm offended. And, like whatever. Yeah. I get it. Well, that's cool. I, it's cool. I'm still gonna let you on stage, even though you are an Auburn fan. Yeah. Oh no, no, Clemson fan. No, no you're an Auburn fan. I know. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. I will, I will show off my Clemson socks. Come on, I'll paint his face and everything. Take shirt off. Tigers. Be Bama twice in the national championship. Come on, man. Come on. Nah, that's awesome. Awesome. So yeah. 
Well, uh, you got any more words of wisdom you want to share before we wrap this up? I don't know. Um, you guys want to hear more stuff, or you know, Man, this is great stuff. We got we got at least yeah, uh, we got good. at least twenty more minutes of uh, of uh, memory on the car. Perfect. No, you know what? The first one I ever wrote down, and I still hold this to this day. Um, and it came from like getting the first gig ever with like a hotel involved. Okay. And I, I just, you know, I, my mind, I couldn't wrap my mind, my, I couldn't wrap my mind around the fact that someone bought a hotel for me or paid for a hotel for me to get, you know, to tell jokes. Mm -hmm. And I was just, so that's the rule is kind of like just be grateful. But that's a general life lesson anyway. But for me, being grateful with the comedy thing, the gig I get, the hotel I get, I'm like, I, I my mind is blown every time I have a hotel <coughs> that's covered. No matter how big the hotel, small the hotel, right. I'm just going. I get to stay the night somewhere. I didn't have to cover this. Someone else covered this for me. I don't overlook that ever. Like I've, six years in, I'm just I freak out every time when I get in a hotel. I go, I make my traditional coffee, even if I'm not thirsty or whatever. One yeah. coffee, yeah. I'd make it. It's there. Someone's got yeah. to. Yeah. Just, just do it. I love hotels. So I love it. But that's cool, man. Um, I, get it. Being, I use the soap you know, even if I'm not gonna take a shower. Right? <laughs> just, Someone's got to take it. Yeah, take it. The amenities are there. Yeah, it's it's covered. Just saying, it's covered. Yeah. So I just no, that's good. You, just being be, grateful. I mean, yeah, obviously to, to many levels, but that's that's just the small road comic example is mm -hmm. for me is just the being yeah being grateful. Like you know the stage time, the comics that get you a foot in the door, um, yeah. that give you that that, that fight for you yeah. uh, to get some stage time. Um, you know, being grateful for a joke that works that you thought about work that wasn't yeah. sure, but then you finally hear it pay off. It works, um, but. Yeah, just those, those small things, just not overlooking the, the things that were set in place for you, you know? That's Man, that's, that's, that's the first one I ever, ever wrote. I'm just hoping that this can carry, I mean, the thing is, that there's not that many people who fight for uh, this type of mentality. What yeah. I'm saying is, in this game, in this comedy game, it's about you, and it's about how great you can be. It's like your pride. It's, it's a prideful thing. It's just what it is, because look, I grew up in the city, and it was about roasting, mm -hmm. and it was about how funny you can be, the yeah. best you can be. Are you funny, then you, you're on, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So that was, that was the thing, it was survival of the fits. You, you go to school, you're gonna get roasted, or, you, or you're gonna be roasted. Mm -hmm. You know, you're gonna roast or be roasted. Yeah. So growing up was just that, you had to be on your toes, you had to be sharp, and you had to be funny. Yeah. Um, and then if you're working a certain, here's the thing, there's different circuits that you have to work, especially different crowds. Um, and you have the different uh, expectations. So if you go to to a certain crowd, right? That's in the city, right? Down to like in the in in the city. What I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, you gotta come with it, because mm -hmm. that's the attitude. Come with it, make me laugh, make me laugh. Yeah. You're so from, you're from Murfreesboro, so you know what it's about. So <laughs> in the city, in the city. We got one. We got one bad road. Yeah. We got one, one bad. One bad road. Yeah, you gotta bad. have Martin Luther King road right. or something like that. Anyways. <laughs> So you gotta, yeah. it's just, it's just, well, it's just a thing. Okay, relax. Was that supposed to be the bad road? That's the bad road, yeah. yeah that's, everybody bad says road. everybody, every time you go to a certain city, it's unfortunate. Chris Rock joke, yeah. That's, that's it, right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> blame it on Chris Right, blame it on right. But what I'm saying is, because of the high expectation of different crowds that you work, yeah. right? Um, how do you adjust to something like that, where the expectation is, okay, if I'm going to hire you to do this show, yeah. I need you to be funny. Because right. it's every time you, we talk to certain people, who you're going to have at the club. Yeah. Who's at the club? Like, it doesn't matter what's the club. Yeah. We know what comedy We're is. We're bringing the funny. We're bringing funny. Yeah. So come and see the show. But it just seems like that's the culture. 
that's okay. I need to know who's on so that I can come see it. Yeah. Because I, they gotta be funny. Yeah. It's like that's that's always been a. I think this is always gonna be a thing. Because, it can be. Yeah. I think. Well, I don't know. What's cool about this place, Gutty, is, and I was talking to you about it as well. Like, I don't know if you if, if you can just get a comic to come in this room. Go. Oh. I want to perform in this room, mm. like, or if you can get a crowd to come to yeah. the show here at Gutty's, just based on the two days I've been in here, like, I, I think Gutty's itself can be like a pretty cool draw. Mm. Like, oh, I'm gonna go to Gutty's today. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's there's there's the potential for this to be a place where, oh, we're going to Gutty's. It's funny, family friendly, whatever. Right. This place has got that feel of like, oh, this is the place to be. Comics will come in going, I, I love this. I want to get on this stage. Yeah, talking to that mic, it's a great, I felt, man, I, I don't know, I felt like yeah. a million bucks on stage. I'm like, I, I can hear myself very well on the awesome, stage right man. now. That's great. I know they can hear me. This is yeah. awesome. Just the, the feel of this whole whole room, it's got that, so. Thank you, I yeah. appreciate that. Absolutely, man. And that's the a thing, lot. it's because yeah. we know, um, when we've done shows, we know what works, we know what, what helps the comics. Mm -hmm. When you come on stage to be, you know, a confident, you gotta have a great mic, you gotta have good sound, yeah. just so that you can hear yourself do your jokes. Yeah. You gotta have a good ambiance, you gotta yeah. have the crowd close. If you know those dynamics you'll have, yeah. you know, it's, it's a successful show. Yeah. It's, um, it's so, a place where comics wanna be, I think this is a place where fans of comedy would like that. to be too. Yeah, so, that's maybe, it. Yeah. I think that's, that's funny you say that because I just had a conversation with my wife. Uh, she was, she actually said, you know, have you been catering to, yeah, you cater to family-friendly, clean comedy, but where are the fans of comedy? Yeah. Like, because then they can come in, when they do come in, they're, they're the ones looking to laugh. Yeah. And so they'll laugh. Yeah. Uh, those who haven't never been to a comedy club, they're kind of coming in going, what's this all about? Yeah. They don't really know, but then they see that example, they're oh, this is what this is the way it runs. Yeah. She's like, well, that may be another way to be able to market to, and she has a point. Yeah. Like, to, to be able to get those who, love comedy to yeah. come in as well as those who've never been in a comedy club kind of makes that dynamic uh, better oh, and that's kind of like a <laughs> that's gonna have to be our next uh, uh, marketing campaign yeah we'll figure it out <laughs> yeah. but I appreciate it man. Thank you. do you love comedy yeah you are you looking here. for a place to come enjoy comedy come see Lee Hart right at Cuddy's Comedy Club you want your eye holes made fun of come <laughs> Don't come here because I'm not doing that anymore. But. <laughs> awful, I'm an awful person. I'm have you met? Uh, have you met a horrible person who is really funny? Come see Lee Hart at Gutty's Comedy Club. Uh, do you have an ailment? Do you have a deformity? We're here for you. Lee will point it out in be. the harshest way through the whole show. I like. Guarantee 45 minutes of insults. I don't have a cure, I just have, yeah. No, it's all good. You don't have a cure or a care. No. You just right, right. It's part-time, part part baby. Time. It's part-time hustle, baby. Uh, you like it's good, showed up. Man. It's yeah. good. Well, uh, in that case, I guess, you know, this uh, wraps up another it's episode good. of the, uh, the the Pops and Rican, Rican show. Baby. Pops and so, Rican. Yeah. So cool. I'm, uh, again, I'm Pops. And, and I'm the Rican. And this has been the Pops and the Rican show. Hey, friends. Deuces. Deuces. Good stuff, man. Look at this dude. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, look at
the top of his head. Look at his lips. Pops and pops and pops.